0: Sports Entertained is recorded live at twitch.tv slash Baldy and the Beast. Come check us out every Tuesday and Thursday at 6 30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and watch the matches right along with us.
1: Hey, what's up everybody? I'm Bront. I'm Willem. Hey, and we are Baldy and the Beast. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Sports Entertain.
0: I uh, I just realized that so I, I had like a monitor up on my phone to like have the stream up and like it was super fucking loud. <laughs> i heard me <laughs> yeah i know so i'm sure everybody heard you on the on the vod
1: and in the stream and on you know people watching at home According that's to the you. kind of quality content you get here baldy and the beast yeah i know right Putting me up on the stream too yeah, I know, right? <laughs> all right
0: getting all Whoa. sorts of getting all sorts of feedback on this one
1: let's get back to the gimmick <laughs> what are we doing today
0: Today we are watching Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Triple H, three stages of hell from No Way Out two thousand one.
1: Oh, These guys beat the stuffing out of each other.
0: Oh yeah, this I'm is excited. A, this is a fantastic match.
1: I almost bought some popcorn for this match, and this that is not like a rib. Like, I legitimately almost bought some popcorn. You should have bought some popcorn.
0: Um, should get so, should pop pop you some pop popcorn. Some for the match. Pop, Pippity pop pop popping corn. corn.
1: Pippity Pat Patterson. That should have been his name. Pippity, Pippity Pat, Pat Patterson. Pat Patterson. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, okay, uh, I did hit my head earlier. That might be why I came up with Pippity Pat Patterson.
0: Yeah, that sounds uh, like that sounds like they gave Pat Patterson like a really like over the top like uh UK Englishman gimmick. Like I'm Pippity Pat Patterson
1: i want that now that should be his uh like he should be the gm of raw and that should be his gimmick but yeah. anyway yeah,
0: well, he's very old so that's probably not gonna happen
1: well not as a wrestler yeah i know um this ha- back to the important <laughs> the not just us riffing uh no way out 2001 this was on february 25th at the thomas and mac arena in paradise nevada in front of fifteen thousand two hundred and twenty-three fans. Yes. Um, and this was back in the day, so they were all probably super, super hot for this. Um, so this whole feud kind of started at SummerSlam '99. Um, so Triple H lost the triple threat. Triple H lost the triple threat uh, with Mankind and Steve Austin. Um, and then after, so Steve won the match, and then afterwards, Trips attacked Stone Cold with a chair, specifically targeting his leg um a few months later you know stone cold went on had a couple other fights a few months later he comes in and is given a match with triple h at no mercy but he lost because the rock hit him with the sledgehammer that was meant for triple h mm-hmm. uh next uh kind of going forward in the timeline a little bit was when stone cold was infamously hit by a car uh before survivor series because um, did it for the rock Oh, you stole my bit later. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, in that match, he was replaced by the Big Show, who would go on to win a world title that night. Um, It was kind of shitty what they did, because they advertised Stone Cold, knowing full well he was not going to be able to compete.
0: Yeah.
1: I then just switched it at the pay-per-view last minute. Um, Which is...
0: You know, they've done that since, because they did that in, like... 07 or 08 or something like that, where they had they were gonna have Jeff Hardy in a match. I think it was against like Triple H and Vladimir Kozlov, and then uh, like Jeff Hardy was found unconscious earlier that night, and then as the show went on, they like they kept teasing, teasing Jeff Hardy's gonna be there, and then uh, he was replaced by Edge. That Jeff is, I knew
1: full well the whole time he wasn't gonna be there.
0: Yeah, this that has nothing to do with this, but it's a very similar situation. Gerg, Yeah.
1: Um so anyways, uh that whole car angle was to write Austin off for his neck surgery um which he needed. And Diego was still from the neck injury he got from Owen. Yep. So that's,
0: that that's wrestling for 3 years on a broken neck or on on an injury caused like that that was started by a broken neck.
1: Yeah. Um so then Austin did end up returning uh, quite a while later at in 2000 uh, he, and he started looking for the man that ran him down as one would mm-hmm. so on an episode of Raw Rikishi came out and said Willem
0: I did it for the Rock
1: uh, and this led to a no holds barred <laughs> match between the two at No Mercy in the match Austin acted like he was going to run Rikishi over with a fucking truck <laughs> um but was stopped by WWF officials. The match was deemed a no contest, and Austin was arrested, but bailed out by WWF Commissioner McFoley. Like you should have hit him with the truck, Austin. Yeah. Here I'm going to reward you're trying to murder someone. Right. Um, it should have been anybody else other than the commissioner, but whatever. Right. Um lost my spot. During a handicap match later uh, that month, it was Austin versus Rikishi and Kurt Angle. Triple H came down, and he acted like he was going to tag with Austin. Mm -hmm. At this point, this had been quite a while. Austin had been out with his um, surgery, and so the rivalry had, I don't want to say cooled, but it definitely wasn't as hatred-filled as it once was. Mm -hmm. So Triple H comes down, acts like he is going to help Austin and team with him and make it a traditional tag team match. He clears the ring and then he smacks Stone Cold in the head with a sledgehammer, grabs a mic and says that he was the one that paid Rikishi to run Austin down and then lie, lie about it and say it was the rock. Yeah. Um. So then at triple H or at triple H at survivor series, triple H tried to run Austin down again, but he failed. And what I'm reading to you is not a lie. This is the truth of what happened. He got a forklift and lifted the car 20 feet in the air and oh, then yeah. dropped it with yeah. Triple H in the car. Um, and then they both had world title matches where one would interfere in the other's match. Um, kind of cost them the match. And then Austin won the Rumble, and this is the main review after the Rumble. Okay. So that's kind of how we got to where we are.
0: This this definitely feels like a, um, a great example of the dub uh, making chicken salad out of chicken shit. Because Austin, like, he had to go away. There was no other way for him to go away. They, like, Austin wouldn't just fucking, like, he had to be injured in some way, shape, or form. And Austin's, you know, the meanest son of, the, son of a bitch on the fucking planet. How else to get rid of him than run him over with a car? Yeah, it's fucking yeah. stupid because he hit him with a car. And Rikishi probably should have just been in jail. Um, <laughs> but, you know, how, how better to get rid of the baddest son of a bitch on the fucking planet than hit him with a car? And, you know, he had to go take time off to take care of legitimate injuries. And this is just some good long-term booking. Like, it started, like you said, in 99 and ended in 01 and still wasn't done here. Like, there was still some
1: shit going on. And do you know why this was, Willem? Why this was probably so good? Because the wrestlers had input on what happened in their storylines. So we'll continue with everyone. Well, everyone. I my probably one of my favorite segments on the whole show. Mm-hmm. Running down the card. I like looking at these old cards. Yeah, I know. Um. So we start off with Raven versus the Big Show for the hardcore title, which was either shit or amazing. <laughs> no in between. Um. You well, had a couple promo. Oh, oh, go ahead.
0: I mean, given that they kind of they reiterated this at. Mania, a month later, two months later, however fucking long later it was, you know, and that match was good. That match um, damn near destroyed the whole thing, but you know, yeah, it it could it could uh, only be solid. And Raven at this time was just a top notch gimmick.
1: And they only almost cut the entire feed to WrestleMania. They didn't do it though, so they only, they only almost, almost fucked everything up. Yeah. Um, but the next match on the card was a four-way title match. I know Eddie Guerrero's in it, uh, Jericho. Let's go into the match and see if we can find out who's all that.
0: Probably Eddie Guerrero, Jericho, maybe Benoit because of the fact that they've got nothing else there. and. You
1: know. uh, Eddie and X-Pac and Benoit. Yep. Well, there you go. Good call on the Benoit. We should just assume by now. If it doesn't say who, it's Benoit. Yep um some more promo they had a lot of promo segments this a lot Holy of promos. Shit. and
0: a commercial for um, wwe the music volume five
1: with rock holding a big piece of pie that is i wish that was a lie yeah. um next up we have trish versus <laughs> steph Ugh. i um
0: the the thing to kind of point out with that is that so, Trish Stratus came into the company. She was never intended to be a wrestler. She was just intended to be eye candy. And then she eventually made her way and trained to being the best women's wrestler of the time period, probably one of the best ever.
1: She still holds up today when She's, she
0: wrestles. Yeah, she still holds up today pretty well. But it was, you know, at the time, she was not yet trained. So, I'm sure this match was not great. But it's really interesting to see how she went from just getting into the business not knowing anything and not being trained to actually being a very well-trained wrestler
1: i mean it's the difference between 2001 2006 there's like five years where she was actually trying to be good at it and you can tell she came such a long way oh yeah went from when she started it was all bikini contests and all that bullshit and she ended her and lita main event a raw and while yes that's only one raw like was still huge for the time yep um nonetheless uh the next match is triple h versus stone cold which is what we'll be doing today um and then you have a triple threat tables match for the tag team titles uh kane and undertaker in there it looks like D some dx in there maybe edge and christian because i see the purple tights uh, um i think it's just, like edges
0: i think it's just edge and christian it's Agent Christian Brothers of Destruction and the Dudleys. That's what it looks like.
1: Oh, is it the Dudleys? Yeah. Yep. So Christians wearing those ugly green pants. Okay. Yep. Um, I mean, they look like DX green to me. They really and do. And the the yep. final was. Uh... Oh, go ahead.
0: The the thing that sells it is that he still got the mesh top on.
1: Okay. Uh, we have Kurt Angle versus The Rock. Yes for the title. Um, there are not very many matches on this card. There are more promo segments than there are matches.
0: Yep. It, like it's, for real. It's very interesting that, you know, a match of this caliber, like this type of match was actually like the mid card match. It wasn't, uh, what non later on in the card, especially given the fact that it's, you know, stone cold and triple H, like you figure that would be something for a match of this type. You'd figure that would be the main event, but it was just in the mid card. And, as it should be, the WWE title main events the show.
1: I don't always agree with that. I think the title should main event the show.
0: I feel like the title should... Unless
1: there's something huge.
0: I feel like the title should main event the show 99% of the time. Unless there's a stipulation that is more important than the title. Like, in in the case of a Royal Rumble match, something like that
1: fine with the stadium stampede going on last Mm -hmm. um same way with lights out i was fine with going on last royal rumbles i'm fine with i think if it fits the story like if it's something that you know you're not going to be able to top with a world title match Mm -hmm. put it on second to last i don't care still the semi-main
0: yeah well in in kayfabe um something like a lights out match that's my kitty cat's trying to invade the stream um, something like a lights out match will only really make sense to go on last because it's supposed to go on and not actually have anything to do with the record in the show. You are just invading all of my space. Aren't you kitty cat? <laughs> go on,
1: keep doing what you're doing.
0: We'll let Bront take I over can't. the show.
1: Okay. Bront's taking over the show. Um, Willem <laughs> sucks. Bront rules. Yes. Uh, okay. End of Bront portion. <laughs>
0: Okay, here. Let's make my kitty cat run away. Here's the kitty cat. I'm putting her on camera. Kitty cat on camera.
1: Ah, she's so
0: cute. Yeah. She gonna... still looks like toothless. She really does. She's going to run away now, though. Maybe not. Yep, there she goes. She went, and hit I... on... she went and hit under the table.
1: We went long. Do you want to go ahead and get into this match?
0: Yeah, we went very long. So we're going to go ahead and jump in. Match is starting at 51 minutes, 56 seconds. I'm going to give everybody about 10 seconds to find it on the network if they haven't already because we've been talking for fucking ever. Go ahead and find it on the network. Going to give you a countdown starting at 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, click.
1: That and this match goes, I think this match goes a while.
0: Yeah, this match goes for quite a while.
1: We might have to keep the end portion pretty scant.
0: Well, I mean, we kind of sold this particular episode as being a little bit longer than normal anyways, because we're not doing anything on Thursday
1: yeah plug plug that real quick willem
0: yeah um we also didn't plug the fact that as of tuesday the schedule is going to be changing
1: well let's do that on thursday you should all spend time with your families that's what we're going to be doing um
0: this coming thursday spend time with your families don't got to worry about coming hanging out with us we'll be here next week we're not doing a stream this thursday it's it's just going to be takes time hang out with your families like well, I wouldn't expect you guys to show up, and I feel like I wouldn't. you, you shouldn't expect us to show up on Thanksgiving. My kitty cat yeah. is just destroying fucking everything. What are you doing? And
1: then, for next week, Willem's work schedule is going to be changing. Yes. So, we are going to be changing our work schedule to uh, starting at 9pm on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yes. Sundays will remain a little more loose, kind of like it has been. We'll Kinda just show up when we show up. Yep. If it's something that has to be done earlier in the day, like if Willem's doing a uh uh speed run or if I'm playing something that needs to go on earlier in the day will, but for the most part we'll be in the nighttime range.
0: Yep. And I think uh same thing with Thursday we're probably gonna take this weekend off as far as streaming as well, just because, you know, it's after the holidays, you know, people tend to, you know, go and hang out with family and friends and stuff over the weekend. So, we're just going to after today, we'll just be back next Tuesday.
1: I'm fine with that.
0: Yeah. Any Let's get back into the match. Triple H is just, you know, I think this is one of the first pay-per-views that he came out to the game cuz I feel like it what he he didn't have that super long before this.
1: Oh, they changed Austin's thing to have that weird more
0: Oh, the they um this is when they like they really started like plugging fucking new metal into their entrance themes because this is when uh <laughs> Austin's theme was uh played by Disturbed.
1: Oh yeah, I forgot about that.
0: Yeah. Austin's theme
1: should never have been
0: touched. No, Austin's... Well, Austin's theme was touched once. Because if you go back and watch, like, 96, 97, when he he became Stone Cold, but before, like, the Attitude Era, like, officially started, it was a little different. Like, it was just faster paced.
1: Yeah, I don't mind that. Like, them... Refreshing, I guess you would say... Keeping it the same, but maybe changing it to make it a little more grandiose or whatever. Yeah. But this is too different.
0: Oh, yeah. it's. You've very already
1: different. found the golden goose, and now you're trying to give it diamonds. <laughs> it's the golden goose. It's okay.
0: Yeah. Also, this match is just starting off fucking, like, they're, they're taking no time. Austin's just beating the piss out of Triple H right off the bat. They did not like each other. They did not like each other. Um, I
1: think that this is just the The first step is just a match, too.
0: The first step is just a standard match. Uh, step number two is a uh, street fight, and then step number three was a cage match. Yep. Uh, also, if you're going to have... just Can you can you turn your phone on silent instead of vibrate? Because when it goes off, I can hear it on the stream.
1: Well, nobody normally texts me, so it's usually not a problem. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. Sorry. <laughs>
0: Ooh. Awesome with a big arm breaker right there. Taking Triple H out of the match. Yo, no Trip- wonder Trip- that
1: actually hurt a little bit because when Trips rolled over he went ah fuck.
0: Yeah. Trips is actually like a pretty good sell. Like way better than you would ever give him credit for. Well
1: because he doesn't usually sell very often.
0: Right. That's true. That's very true.
1: He's usually the one on top.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong there. Um, I really like the, the way that this match turns out. The the finish of this match is actually like... Um, kind of like chef's kiss in my book. The way that it actually winds up turning out. If you haven't seen it before.
1: I have. You have? Mm-hmm. Okay. Been a while though. I don't really remember I I remember the end of this match. I remember bits of the next match. I don't really remember the cage match at all.
0: Well that's what I mean. The finish of like everything all together. The finish of the third stage of hell. Like the, the They get there. Like the way the way that it actually ends is really good. And also they like they 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 kind of flip your expectations on your head for um, how the finish of the individual matches of the the two out of three falls match turn out. Um, Because they don't quite go the way that you would expect them to. Got Austin over here just wrecking fucking shop.
1: Yeah, well, it was fucking 2001. Yeah, I know, right? You know how young he was when he retired? He was like 40, wasn't he? I don't think so. I think he's I think he was younger than that even. God damn. I could be wrong. But I thought I maybe it was somebody else I was looking at. That I, was like way young when they retired.
0: I guess to be fair, like the man had been in the business for a very long time and the second you like when you're working in wrestling, the second you break your neck, like, you are immediately working on borrowed time. Yeah. Especially when you were looking at, like, the early 2000s and shit. You were not, uh, you weren't lasting very long if you broke your neck.
1: Kitty Cat, what the fuck are you doing? So he was 35 in the year 2000. So he retired in, what, 03? 03, so yeah, it would have been 38.
0: So, goddamn. That's, that's pretty young, Kitty Cat.
1: some time off in between there at one point.
0: Yeah, I think he like, took he took some time off in like 0-2 because um he refused to to job out to Brock. On a raw. On Raw, yeah. With no build. Yep.
1: To give him credit. I still think he probably should have done it, but
0: not on Raw with no build. Just a random Raw.
1: Yeah it was a tournament match and they just wanted to put him up against Austin in the match and just have Brock win, but not yeah. like and Austin thought, no, this is obviously a pay-per-view match. What are you doing? Right.
0: There's a future here. You need to give it the courtesy that it's due.
1: Which he wasn't wrong either. He probably still should have done the job, but he wasn't wrong.
0: Right. And I think even looking back on it, he's th- he thinks like, you know, I probably should have just done the job at the time. I think I've, like, heard interviews where he said shit like that.
1: But I understand when you're in his position, like, he is the hottest wrestling oh, yeah. guy in the world and has been for years.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he's They're... not
1: used to losing. Right. Clean.
0: Even, even in 01, 02, he was still the biggest draw in the history of the fucking business.
1: Yep. If he would have gone until he was 45, he probably still would have been the biggest draw in the business. Yeah. He was just that... He was that beloved and that well-protected.
0: He was very fucking good.
1: Not the best wrestler, though. Like, no, he, he didn't... set was not, not large. No,
0: he, he, had, he definitely had, like, his own style, and he had his own, like... Uh... He had a move set. He definitely had the the quote unquote five moves of doom. But the, there's just so much more personality there than you would ever give out of anything else.
1: Oh yeah, and that was the nineties though. It was it moves weren't important back oh, yeah, then.
0: Absolutely fucking not. If you if you had five moves of doom, then that means that you're fucking top tier everywhere.
1: Yeah, you have five whole moves. Yeah. Wow.
0: Like goddamn motherfucker, you got five moves. Holy
1: shit! And now you have guys with like, by like Zack Sabre Jr. who have like forty moves, and they all have great names.
0: Right. You got somebody like Zack Sabre Jr. who's got five finishers.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Motherfucker's got like a thousand moves, and like doesn't even. You don't even know half of the moves he can do. He's definitely the modern day equivalent of the Man of the Thousand and Five Holds.
1: Loves the SJ though. I oh. would love to see him get. I don't really care where he comes. I would love to see him make a bigger presence in the states.
0: Yeah. Um. I remember he was in the Cruiserweight Classic, and it just didn't go fucking anywhere.
1: Well, because they wanted him to sign a contract. Yeah, and, and he, he didn't want no. to. Sign it. No. That's why he didn't, him and Coda, yeah. the reason why they weren't in the finals is for that reason. They wouldn't sign. Yeah. Which I can't say I blame them. Right. I wouldn't trust the dub with if I was going to be a quote-unquote cruiserweight mm-hmm. because their work in the past has shown me that I probably shouldn't trust them. Yeah.
0: Wasn't Coda in the and finals? And you know though? what? Because I know it was TJP who won the No, I think game.
1: both of the people in the finals were
0: No, it was contracted. Uh, it was TJB, TJP and Grand Metal League I think in the finals of that tournament.
1: Yeah. Like, 2, I was going to look it up, but if we're both thinking of the same guy, we're probably right.
0: Yeah. God damn, trips over here just working the hell out of this figure 4. Can't even call that a weird Indian etholog. That's just legit like a solid figure four right there.
1: They've been selling that for uh, they, they I were... love they, Go
0: ahead. They they were in that figure four for a little while. That was a long spot. But uh I think what you're saying, what you were gonna say is that you love the like the rolling over onto your belly to reverse the pressure onto figure four. It, it's such like it 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 doesn't fucking work, but it's such a great way to like work it into a move like that
1: yep it's a good way it's an easy counter anybody can do it yep it's literally a trick a dog can do just roll over and every fan buys it is oh my god right now oh, he's reversed i would love to see a match that ends because they do they roll over they reverse and the like they've been yeah they've been working the leg themselves yeah so them reversing the pressure caused the other guy to tap i think that'd be kind of a cool finish
0: yeah that'd be kind of neat
1: Ooh, ooh,
0: ooh. Sorry, don't but mean I... to don't mean to yawn like that this early into the match. It's been a long damn week.
1: Look, you have Thursday off. And Friday. Tomorrow, I've already referred to it as early Friday or yeah. first Friday. <laughs> oh, you have Friday off?
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I have to work on Friday. Yeah. But I have next Friday off, bitch. Yeah, yeah. I know you don't. I don't. Because it's not your birthday. No, but it's my birthday.
0: I don't think we get like our birthdays off at work.
1: Oh, we don't either. I took it off.
0: Oh, you just took it off okay.
1: yeah, I get that from my dad. My dad has said I do not work on my birthday, and I yeah. agree with him. I don't work on my birthday,
0: yeah um, I think there are a lot of people at where I work that are like that um although we do get like they they accumulate like a set number of minutes off depending on how good we've been per- performing throughout the year and on our anniversary day they they're like okay well you get this many minutes off of work that day so like if we if we've accumulated like five hours of work over or five hours of like extra minutes over the year then on your anniversary day you get to go home like five hours early
1: I okay, cool do but, they tell you early enough that you can just take the rest the, the rest of the day off with your hours
0: uh I think you would have to like actually pull like use like half a vacation day if if you if you have more than like half a day I don't think you could do it that way,
1: oh, so you guys don't go by hours
0: no, I wish we did
1: oh see we go by hours yeah, which I like
0: yeah god damn, this first fall's still going oh. Almost had the three count on that one. Austin, damn near steal on that one.
1: Yeah, I almost saw Tripp's ass. Yep. Speaking of seeing ass, did you see the fucking Wawa video yet? What? So there's a gas station on the East Coast. Unfortunately, no, it's not in New York, where I live at least, uh, called Wawa. Okay. Now, if you ever go to the East Coast, I know it's in New Jersey. I Uh, don't know where else it really is.
0: Austin got the stunner. We're about to see the first fall. One, two... Three, one, there it is.
1: Two, three. So, Wawa is a gas station that has delicious, delicious subs and like mac and cheese and stuff. They're awesome. You ever see a Wawa go for food? It's worth it. Okay. Um, but these two dudes, I'm gonna guess they were homeless, were in the Wawa and they were having a fist fight. Oh no! But the one dude's pants fell down and his <laughs> whole ass is out. <laughs> And, like, as the fight's going on, his pants fall more, and it's a miracle that his dick didn't, like, show on the camera. Like, a couple of times it was barely covered by the shirt.
0: Like, like his, like, pan- his pants were down past the dingly dongle range. Oh, his, but, like, his
1: pants. The, the pants were, like, by the end, like, kneecaps are lower.
0: But, like, they, his, they were down. His shirt just so happened to be long enough. That was covering up his dangly donkey. any loop.
1: genitalia.
0: Yeah, exce- um, exce- except for any- his booty.
1: So they're fighting, like having a legitimate fight, right? Uh huh. And this dude's ass is just out. So at one point, like he bends over, you see his whole brown eye. Oh he no. He needs to be better, by the way. And, like, but then he goes into no pun intended a full mount on the other oh, guy. Oh no. Which just looked wrong. It just it looked like they were doing it <laughs> in the, the wawa. Oh, no. (laughs) I'm going to have to find you that video. It's the best, worst thing. I needed eye bleach afterwards, but it was hilarious. God damn. And it's like two minutes long. Like, this is not a short video.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm glad you told me that story, because if I'm being completely honest, there was uh, not a whole lot of work going on in the in-between between between the two matches. Just kind of uh, Austin trips kind of rolling out onto the floor. Doing some little bit of work. There was a big old suplex onto the metal grating up the ramp. But uh not a whole lot much more than that. So the Wawa story. Top notch stuff. I will uh <laughs> Yeah, go I ahead and put go ahead and put that in the Discord.
1: You. I yeah. I'm already on it.
0: Yeah.
1: And oh. the dude the dude that is um narrating Uh the fight is hilarious
0: god damn fucking Austin just fucking nailed swung for the fence it's on Triple H with the with them big chonky ass old school monitors just absolutely gotten rid of absolutely knocked him in the head Trips is gonna come out of this bladed doll fuck
1: they should still have those stupid big monitors yeah for when you're in a fight with somebody, you can hit them with it.
0: Right, Austin over here just kind of pulling and throwing chairs all over the damn place. Went and took the uh, the 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 timekeeper's chair and like his big cushy chair. He literally stole it out from under him. That's some good shit.
1: Fighting in the crowd. Yep. I love it when they fight in the crowd. Yep. But I understand why you wouldn't want to do that because somebody might get a
0: get a little handy a little... themselves.
1: That wasn't yeah. That wasn't what I was going to say necessarily, but yeah. Yeah. They might try to go into business for themselves. Yeah. I beat up Triple H. Ha <laughs> ha. I beat
0: up Triple H. You don't touch the boys. Don't touch the boys when Oh you're... no. If if you're at a wrestling show, don't touch the boys. Like And dude. if
1: you do, I look forward to your ass whipping.
0: <laughs> if you if you decide that you're going to take it upon yourself, to to in in invade yourself in a match like this i i look forward to your video being on reddit of you getting your shit kicked in
1: not even a match like this any match yeah any match i look forward to you getting your ass beat by both the wrestlers i hope they take the next minute to <laughs> just work together just, just because
0: make, fuck you make a fucking example out of you
1: god damn he is going after that leg
0: yep he is just beating the piss
1: he and is. he's not even doing it the way like where you hit the ring, and it looks like you're hitting the guy. No, he's just beating the shit out of his leg.
0: He's legit, just flat, flat chairing, beating the shit out of Triple H's leg. I am not surprised at all. Well, okay, so when did um, when did trips go away for that first like quad tear that was like,
1: was that O two?
0: He came back in O two, but it was I think it was after this. So I'm sure that didn't help things. I don't know how much long how much further after this was. I guess we can take a trip to the Google machine.
1: Google machine. I will let people know what's going on. Uh Stone Cold just grabbed the ring bell. And now he's going back in the ring. Nope, nope, trips rolled out.
0: This was in February, correct? Hey, my stream paused. Oh. Oh, no let me pause myself you're the dirty buffer this time my friend
1: i'm the dirty buffer
0: oh my god well in the meantime uh so this Where are you at i am at 1 uh in the meantime uh, according to the google machine so this particular match took place february 25th 2001 triple h tore his quad on may 25th 2001 so it wasn't even three months after this that, that happened
1: oh
0: yeah are you caught up yes continue ready
1: in five
0: four, four three, three two one click There we go oh boy i have me a uh do you got wendy's where you're at
1: i live in work not fucking Afghanistan, dude. Yes, we have Wendy's.
0: Right, 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 but I don't know, like, how regional Wendy's really is. I don't know how if it's, like...
1: I'm pretty sure Wendy's is national. Okay. I don't know. Let me check. Good question. You keep going with your thing.
0: Anyway, so I had... I went to Wendy's uh, after work before... Oh, God. Uh, Stone Cold over here pulled out, you know, fucking Barbie. Barbed wire cover 2x4. About to waffle the shit out of Triple H. Uh... But Tripp's knocked it out of his hands, down his back. Austin's bleeding. Fell between the tables. He's blading right the fuck now. Anyhoozle. Uh After I got off work today, I decided, well, Katie, she was going to go get dinner with a friend so she didn't have to worry about sitting and waiting and being quiet in the house uh, while we do this. And So I went to Wendy's and I got me a uh, pretzel pub bacon cheeseburger. Oh, my fucking God.
1: I had one of those the other week without the bacon. Delicious.
0: I, I get them without pickles because I don't like pickles, and mm, that's some good shit right there. Wendy's sponsor me.
1: Yeah, for real though, I love Wendy's. Is that we are not sponsored, but let me throw some limelight on Wendy's. <laughs> my favorite fast food place. I fucking love Wendy's. I know Wendy's um, is so fucking good. So I just found is a question on Google it was like, "Is Wendy's in every state?" So that a list of the U.S. states and territories out any Wendy's. It looks like they're in every state, but they're not in some of the territories.
0: Okay, like it's it's not everywhere, but it's everywhere.
1: Yeah, it's everywhere in the continental U.S. Okay. and probably like I don't know some other places. Probably Wendy's is. rules though. Yeah,
0: Wendy's is fucking great. Uh, so anyway, back to the match. Like I said, Triple H just. Uh whacked Stone Cold with the barbed wire two by four. Triple H is bleeding bleeding to all hell. I gotta say, like Stone Cold. Stone Cold's bleeding to all hell. Sorry. My bad. Uh the blood on Stone Cold looks super good just because of the bald head, it just kind of travels really well. Not quite as good as you would see out of like Ric Flair, because you know, it's just the the shock Blonde white. Hair. The
1: rules. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, but bald, close second. Oh, man. See, uh, like the other week when the Butcher in the uh, bunkhouse match. Yep. When he bladed, that looked awesome. Partly because he hit a good one and partly because (laughs) he had that bleach blonde platinum hair. Yep. And it just, it looked so good.
0: He bled like a motherfucker in that match. There's blood all over this fucking announce table that we got going on here. I think Austin hit a good one, too.
1: There's shit after this. Yeah, I know. (laughs) We have to use this table for more matches.
0: Right. It was 01. They weren't quite as worried about, you know, COVID and HIV and herpes and shit.
1: Herpes, yeah.
0: It was just like, all right, well, I guess we got a blood-covered table now. That's fucking gross.
1: We got some paper towels to clean it off with. Yeah.
0: Hand sanitizer? Nah, water and paper towels. Oh, Austin's got a beer. Gonna chug him some Steve Weisers. Gonna beat Triple H across the head with an open beer.
1: Okay, but can we talk about how awesome it was that his gimmick was I drink beer? (laughs) And that's fucking it. and, And it got so over. Yeah. Like... Yeah, that's I don't want to say that's Hangman's gimmick today, but it, they're in the same vein. I would say
0: it's the same it, type of gimmick. Yeah,
1: I don't I don't see Hangman ever getting as over with the I drink beer gimmick as Steve did.
0: No, uh, particularly because he doesn't really drink beer. He just kind of walks down to the ring with a highball half the time, <laughs> or with the COVID uh, wasn't with a the, thing.
1: He was taking beers out of the crowd though.
0: Okay, yeah. He he enjoyed himself a good whiskey from the from from the 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 comfort of his own bar in the back.
1: Two. Uh. Uh. So Steve just got yoinked in the head with the back of the ring bell. Yep. Which probably didn't feel good.
0: You know, I gotta say, like, of all the, yeah, of all the impromptu weapons in wrestling. The, the ring bell's the one that, to me, just feels like it'd be the ouchiest. Because, like... Yeah. Because not only is it just, like, the... the So, like, there's the back of the board, and there's, like, the bolt in the back of the board. That's not gonna, like, kill you, but that's gonna sting like a motherfucker if you hit it in the right spot. Oh. And if you get hit with the front of the ring bell, then you've got, like, that weird oblong shape that goes to the bell, and then the part, the nut on the top and that's going to hurt too. If if somebody was like, are you, you you get you get one hit from from any any wrestling weapon, it the ring bell bottom of the list. Not happening. Not today.
1: I I like it when they hit somebody with a ring bell and you can hear the bell ding. Yeah. Like I lo- I don't know why that's a little thing that I love, but every time it happens I was like, "Ooh." You hear that building. Ding. Ding. No, Something but I shit. wouldn't I wouldn't want to take a fucking I don't give a shit. I don't want to take none of this stuff. Yeah. Um I have no interest in taking chops. I have no interest in getting hit with a chair. I have nope. no interest in getting hit with a kendo stick. No. Nope. I have double no interest in getting hit with anything wrapped in barbed wire. <laughs> I have triple no interest in thumbtacks. Oh my like, god. Fuck all of that i wouldn't do it i mean maybe if you paid me if i was offered like a hundred thousand dollars from tony khan to get hit by a barbed wire bat into a thumbtack spot i'm not saying i wouldn't do it though because a hundred thousand dollars is a hundred thousand dollars
0: it it would a hundred thousand dollars that's that's a lot of money for that spot um realistically if tony khan came up to me was like hey we'll give you 10 g's to take a thumbtack spot i would be like all right, fine.
1: <laughs> I'd be like pre-tax or post-tax. Pre-tax, or po- I want ten G yeah. post-tax.
0: Like I want ten G, but I want to see that fucking W two. I want to see that twenty five percent taken out. And that better be yeah. twelve five, and then ten G's.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh,
0: you're paying me twelve five, and I'm getting ten G's.
1: He just fucking uh, scrambled Triple H's brains, and I'm pretty sure Trips just bladed. Yeah, he did. You could
0: see. Yeah. It like immediately afterwards you could see just like the streak of red come down his forehead.
1: He wasn't very sneaky about it.
0: No, he wasn't. Um I do want to point out that Austin or Triple H, he's just trying so hard to put Austin away at this point. I I I really like how at this time like Triple H was king shit, he was always like top of the top of the ladder as far like he was always in the world title picture in some way shape or form but he was always fighting from underneath like even though he's the big badass heel going into this he's always fighting from underneath he never like very rarely does he have the upper hand in a lot of these situations especially against austin
1: yeah and that kind of quit going into later
0: yeah when when, when, you when you start looking at the reign of terror he definitely uh
1: yeah, yeah. When the Rock left and Austin left, and he was kind of left at the top, there wasn't any. Oh, he fucking fell.
0: Yep. Well, he he like he slipped because I think there's like, this was in, uh, Nevada, Arizona, some shit like that. There's like Nevada. there's like a lot of moisture on the outside of the ring. So I don't know if it's just very humid there. Although I don't think it really gets humid in Nevada. It was also February, so I don't know. I
1: like announced team is arguing like they didn't know the sledgehammer was under their desk and they're like, did you know it was under there? I didn't know it was under there. I didn't know it was under there. Did you know it was under there? You guys missed the fucking sledgehammer?
0: Yeah. It was there, but they just like didn't feel it. He just kind of like, all right, here's the fucking thing. <laughs> Nobody fucking noticed it.
1: One thing I dislike about three stages of Hell Matches and yeah. really, like two or um,
0: two out of three, two falls out of matches. three
1: falls matches is you almost it's almost guaranteed to go to a third fall. Right. Um, I wish there was a way, like if you could kayfabe it and be like, you're having a two out of three falls match, but if you win in two falls, you get a title shot. Something. Yeah. Anything. Give it like. Make me think that there's a chance somebody might win that second fall if they've won the first
0: right make make there be like a a real solid win con for if you actually get this if you get two in a row, yeah, and don't make it like, go to the third fall
1: like I understand that most of the time it's still gonna go to the third fall, but mm. let's let's pretend like there's a chance it doesn't
0: right i I particularly like. I'm a big fan of two out of three falls matches. Also, uh, Triple H just brained Austin with a sledgehammer. Took him down with a pedigree. One, two, three. That is the end of fall two right there. Now we are going to be starting the steel cage match portion of our match.
1: Guys are winded. They are. They have fought hard.
0: (laughs) They are gassed as fuck. I guess they should be though. Yeah, I guess it's very uh, apropos that the um, that the final match is inside the steel cage because that means less movement on the outside. You you got to think like a a match like a steel cage match. People kind of want like if you if you're a boy if you're one of the guys if you're working in the biz you got to think. I kind of want to be in a steel cage match because that means I don't have to go to the outside. I don't have to exert myself nearly as much by going outside.
1: Get crushed by the cage.
0: You about to get crushed. Oh, Trips tried to kick Barbie out of the out of the ring out under the cage, but he couldn't quite get it. I was going to bring something up, but I forgot what it was.
1: Bring something up. I saw a steel cage match live once. And it was Big Show versus Roman Reigns, and I it was a house show. And I'll let you guess who won.
0: It's Big Show, right?
1: <laughs> no, who can beat who? Who on the planet can beat a five hundred pound giant? It was like twenty sixteen, dude. I need you to answer this Roman question. Roman Reigns could have beaten three giants.
0: <laughs> Roman Reigns, by, Roman Reigns by himself could have beat the Big Show, Andre the Giant, and King Kong Bundy all at the same time.
1: Yeah, uh, even In steel if King cage Kong match. Bundy had uh, Bobby the Brain helping him out. Right. Oh, wait, was King Kong with Bobby the Brain? I don't think so. Was he?
0: Okay, Andre was. Andre was. I don't think King Kong I was. I know that for a fact. I know he was with somebody. I can't remember who it was, though. Are you taking a trip to the Google machine to find out? I
1: am taking a job on one now. <laughs> Who managed King Kong Bundy? It might have
0: just been Bundy all by himself.
1: I thought he had a manager.
0: Although King Kong Bundy... I might be wrong. King Kong Bundy is one of those guys that, like... I only know him from, like, one thing. I don't know, I don't know any King Kong Bundy matches except for at WrestleMania 2 where it was Bundy versus Hogan. Yep, I, that's I the Bundy match I know. I don't know anything else about him, but I know his name because he's big boy.
1: Oof. So I know he started off being managed by Oh, here it is. Jimmy Hart. Okay. And then in September of 85, Jimmy Hart traded Bundy to manager Bami Heenan in exchange for Adrian Adonis and the missing link.
0: Okay. That's interesting.
1: I know a wrestling thing. I'm about to get I'm about to buffer again. What the fuck? What the
0: fuck, dude? Are you buffering? I
1: never buffer.
0: Okay, I paused it.
1: Why am I a dirty buffer?
0: Why are you dirty buffering? Get off of this dirty buffer. Where are you at? I am at 12547. Now, not only are you a dirty buffer, you're a dirty, like, your your stream's kind of cutting a little bit. Just a smidge. Like, you, you froze up for a second. Yeah, and you're... Then, <laughs> you, you froze up for a second, and then, like, your eyes moved, and I noticed it.
1: Yours did the same thing. You Good. froze. Your your voice froze. You ready to go? Yep. Three, two, one, go. Pick. Sorry for everyone that's having to put up with this. If I buffer again, I'm just going to pretend like I'm not. Yeah.
0: It's all right. God, Trips is I just cal- raking Austin's face with Barbie.
1: I like how Trips tried to kick that out of the ring, and then it was in the ring. He was like, well, might as well use it now. Yep. I also like how they purposefully left a bunch of plunder in the ring yep. to make this different. It's not just a steel cage match.
0: Right. It's it's now just a steel cage and all this other shit match. He just is not like letting go of that damn barbed wire on Austin's forehead.
1: You know what match we should do? Mm. I don't remember if it was good or not. You may disagree. So I, if you remember that it wasn't good, please feel free to say something. Chris Jericho, Dean Ambrose, and an Ambrose Asylum match. I remember seeing it. I don't remember if it was any good or not. I remember one thing about that match and one thing only: the thumbtack spot. Yup, because it was WWE, and it was the last thing I expected. Yeah. Yep.
0: Although I'll be completely honest, like that was one of the f- not one of the first. That was a a very early match that i s that I watched when I started rewa- when I came back into wrestling and um that it it didn't shock me that much that there was a thumbtack spot in that match because like when I had stopped watching wrestling, like thumbtack spots were not that uncommon, and I like leading up to it, the things that kind of really got me back were like listening to watching videos on what culture and stuff like that, where they talked yep. about a lot of hardcore stuff. So I would see shit like that. And what it, 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 I wasn't, uh, I guess sensitized would be the the right word in that situation.
1: I came back in like 2014. Uh huh. Um, I remember the, the Hell in a Cell they did when it was Dean versus Seth, maybe. Okay. That's when I came back in. So I think I was in just long enough to realize that the dub doesn't do thumbtacks anymore. So I remember watching with my dad and like marking out like, holy shit, there's (laughs) thumbtacks. And... I also remember that after the match, Jericho counted each one of those thumbtacks because he's a genius, and that's Uh, what everybody should do. Right. And they got 68 of them. And he he claimed, as I go on his podcast, he was like, and then I went and I sat down somewhere, and I felt a poke in my ass. And he was like, it was the 69th thumbtack, and everybody thought I was lying, but I legitimately had 69 (laughs) thumbtacks. He was like, the 69th one was on my ass, which is the best part.
0: Right. It's fucking great. You know what I think is, for for me, a a really great bit of storytelling and a really great bit of like showing how rough and ragged and showing how how hard-hitting this match has gone. Look at Austin's gear. Like, he's just, you know, he's in trunks, he's in his He's got his uh his fucking his knee braces he just boots, but if you look at it, he's been in the match long enough that all that shit's just kind of fallen apart, his boots untied, his knee braces undone like yep. it's just little bits of subtle storytelling that show this is a rough and ragged match, and they've gone to hell and back to try and beat each other in this,
1: yep and I that's. That was the time, though.
0: Yep. Oh, May. we just, we we almost just saw a little bit of Triple H's butt.
1: Triple booty.
0: Got to got to answer the question: if he's wearing boxer briefs or thongs? Hint: <laughs> it's a thong.
1: <laughs> it's not a thong. It's a banana hammock.
0: Yeah. Well, I just I, I remember go, um, banana hammocks. Okay, go ahead.
1: Triple H just got, or Stone Cold just got his banana hammock on the top rope.
0: Hell yeah. Next question, and go. No, so I remember um, looking back and watching videos and stuff like that of when Scott Steiner was in the dub. Boo. Oh. Yeah. Um, but I was like weirdly drawn to Scott Steiner for some weird fucking reason in like, 04. And it was like post- any like i i didn't watch wcw i didn't watch any of the invasion era stuff i didn't watch any of the stuff like at the time um i didn't see any of scott steiner's like introduction to the dub but there was just something about him that i was drawn to and there was a it was a few that he had with test and it was over stacy keyboard for some fucking reason um <laughs> but I the the most vivid part of that memory for me is that there were matches where like, oh God, uh, Triple H just hit a pedigree. We're we're going into the finish of this match. It's not quite here yet. Anywho, oh,
1: not
0: quite yet. Um, but like the most vivid part of that feud for me was that like there were points where uh, Scott's gear was like loose and it would come down. And there was, like, a neon pink thong. <laughs> I mean,
1: let's review that match. What's that again?
0: I don't know. It was something Scott Steiner versus Test for something.
1: Kidding. I don't yeah, want to no. review that match. <laughs> no, like, On this channel, we only review good things
0: for now. For now. For now. Get it? Four. Four.
1: Four. Well, technically three. Whatever. I'm throwing (laughs) subtle hints to the people watching at home.
0: (laughs) Oh, Triple H just waffled Austin with the steel chair. Austin's down on the ground.
1: Austin stopped bleeding. Bleeding a little bit again because he got (laughs) hit with a chair.
0: They they both bled so much that they stopped bleeding. Triple H is getting them set up for a pedigree.
1: Oh I feel like when that happens, the refs just let them know and when they're down, they just like scratch it or something. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, maybe that feels like shit because your hands are probably covered in sweat. Right. I don't know.
0: Austin counter the pedigree with a slingshot into the steel cage, goes into a stunner himself. They are oh. both fucking exhausted and triple H is selling that stunner. He just kind of fell forward. Yeah. They are both I was about to say <laughs> they are both gassed as all fuck. As, I, I as anybody, me. any human person would be gassed as all fuck by the end of this match.
1: It's been 45 minutes, and like, it's not like they're wrestling. Even a regular match for 45 minutes is impressive, but right. they're doing hardcore spots.
0: Yeah, this is. Well, not
1: hardcore spots, but weapon spots.
0: Yep. This just kind of keeps on fucking going.
1: It's amazing what these guys could do. Yep. And they both are. At least one of them probably wrestled the next night.
0: Yep. Oh, and they both took each other out. Triple H with the sledgehammer. Austin with Barbie. Uh, Triple H fell over Austin. And that's it. Finish. That's a great finish, isn't it?
1: What a good finish.
0: Yeah. Both men so exhausted, they take each other out, and Triple H just so happens to fall on top of Austin second yeah
1: if he would have landed first he would have lost yep what you can't do that that ending often
0: Nope.
1: but god damn they did it right there fantastic ending i forgot about that yep just one little trickle of blood coming out of austin's cut
0: yep and they're both just so fucking tired exhausted at the end of this austin's just kind of like all right get the fuck off me
1: douchebag <laughs> what no uh Austin did not get the fuck off me. Huh. Somebody threw a fucking beer can. Oh what
0: the fuck? I didn't see that. Hold up, let's back up. Just a smidge. So we can see. Yeah, that. somebody
1: threw a beer can and it hit Austin and or I think it hit. Oh, what the and fuck? Austin. And that's when they that's when he moved off. What fucking the fuck? Fucking douchebag. Somebody nailed him with a can.
0: Fuck that guy. Yeah. I hope they kicked him out of the fucking arena after that.
1: Yeah, and the, they just beat the show, and he nailed Austin like right in the dome. Yeah, what a fucking I don't know if that guy's watching, but if he are, fuck you. Yeah. I like how we get immediately angry at the dude that we immediately forget everything we're talking right. about the match. We're like fuck that guy in the can.
0: Fuck that guy for throwing a can at the end of this match. That was. A magnificent finish and then somebody just shits all over her by throwing a can.
1: Boo. I Fuck. hope another fan punched him.
0: Yeah, I know, right? I think my kitty cat's lonely because she once again is coming to hang out and she's like, Oh, 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 nope, oh, nope. No. Okay. Well, she uh <laughs> she unplugged my headphones.
1: She's lonely, you should tell her you don't have to be lonely at farmersonly.com. Don't you? I, th-
0: I think for that website, you have to own like a certain amount of land before you can even sign up for that. I think so, I but also, you did like not know that. Yeah, I think you have to own like a certain amount of land before you can even sign up for that website.
1: I should know. I signed one of my friends up as a joke. <laughs> I mean,
0: it might have, it might not have been a thing at that time, but I think it is now.
1: I think it was like 2012 when I did that, so yeah. yeah.
0: But that's just that's that. Okay.
1: Back to the match and not farmersonly dot Yeah, uh, that was wow. That was I a, can't believe they went 45 minutes.
0: I know they went 45 minutes. There were no rest holds. If you if you watch that match, there was no rest holds. But to be fair, there was a lot of uh taking a big fucking shot and then you know having to lie around for a second to sell so i can i can understand where they they didn't necessarily need rest holds for a good bit of that match but that was some yeah that was some good shit uh they were
1: able to strategically plan their rest
0: yep um just kind of to recap a little bit um and you the finishes to the three falls are this are Not what you would expect him to be. The first match was just a standard wrestling match. Something that is that falls into Triple H's forte. Austin won the first fall. Second fall is a street fight. Something that you would figure would fall into Austin's forte. Triple H won the second fall. Third fall is a cage match. The big blow off of the feud. Everybody's tired. Everybody's run ragged. I mentioned this during the match portion of the stream, but you can see in Austin's gear how much damage has been done to both men because going yeah. into this match, they're both, you know, they're clean, they're ready to go, they're ready to they're ready for a fight. They're both strapped up, everything's good and set to go. And by the end of this match, Austin's knee braces, they're falling off, they're undone, the the straps are undone. Austin's like his uh his one boot is undone about falling off. Triple H is sweaty, bloody as all fuck, and visibly fucking tired by the end of this match. It it went 45 minutes, and it, it it definitely felt like 45 minutes. It wasn't one of those matches that felt like it was shorter, but it deserved the 45 minutes that it took.
1: It wasn't a long 45 minutes, if that right. makes sense.
0: It was like, I, I could savor this match for 45 yeah. minutes. It wasn't like... Oh damn, that was forty five. That felt like it took fifteen.
1: Yeah, which we've watched a couple or not a couple of those. We've watched a couple thirty minutes that felt like they were ten.
0: Yeah. Um. So. The other big thing with this match is the finish is mwah, Chef's Kiss. It is Oh. It is brilliant storytelling. By the end of this match, both men are beaten bloody. They are Tired, exhausted. They have beaten the piss out of both people. They, like, they're they're in rough shape. Um, immediately, I have to take in both, per, both of each other's respective finishers. They're both on the ground. Austin over on one side of the cage. Triple H over on the other side of the cage. Austin picks up the barbed wire 2x4. Triple H picks up a sledgehammer. And they hit each other at exactly the same time. And Austin falls first. Triple H lands on top of him. One, two, three, there's your pinfall. But But,
1: Triple H too, like he wasn't like on him in a pin. He was literally draped over him. Right, Triple H
0: knocked out laying flat back over top of Austin because he is out fucking cold. And that's the pinfall. It is. It's great storytelling. It leaves both men looking strong, but it still leaves Triple H with the upper hand because... This feud was because Triple H paid Rikishi to run over Steve Austin. And Triple H still comes out on top just a little bit. Just a little bit. Because he got the win, even though both men were battered, bloody, and bruised by bees. Sometimes
1: the Deuce should win.
0: Yeah. Not not like a couple years later with Triple H.
1: Yeah. Uh, we're the only <laughs> one. Yeah. Um... But let's go into our next and, or wait, no, not in our next and newest segment. Let's back up a segment. Mm -hmm. How many stars are you giving? I'm giving this a five stars. Well, we have a little bit of a disagreement on this one then. Okay. I'm ranking this one in two parts.
0: Okay.
1: The match and then the finish. The match was four and a half stars. The match was fantastic. I can't really ask for much more but I can ask for a little more. Yeah. Um, just little stuff, really. Um, the finish, I would have given the match overall five stars if I didn't separate the finish. The finish is six and a quarter stars. Yeah. The finish is fantastic. The finish is the most stars I've ever given, and it deserves it <laughs> because it's, it's fucking good. great. It's right. so good. Um. Yeah, I think if you put those together though, I'm right with you. I'm at I'm at, at least five stars if I don't go five and a quarter. Right. Uh, I, I That was Mwah. phenomenal. Yeah, really, really, really good. Yep. Good way to kind of send us off for a, a little while. Send
0: us off, you know, send you home for Thanksgiving, give you a nice little, a good sweet match to end with, a great finish, a great match to leave us off on a little bit of a break. Before we I don't want to say season two, but more like season 1.5 where we come back. We've got a new schedule. You know, we're going to, we've got new energy. We've taken a little bit of time off and we're a little bit more refreshed.
1: Yeah. Um, I think this is old enough though, that we can put this in. If you had to rebook this match today with no limitations, which two competitors would you put in this match?
0: Oh man. Who would I put in this match? I would put... You know what? We've seen this
1: match. Are you thinking what I... You motherfucker. I gotta come up with something new now, because you're thinking <laughs> what I'm thinking. Just say it.
0: Moxley Kingston.
1: Oh, you didn't say what I said.
0: Like, we saw this match already, and, like, not this match, but Moxley Kingston could remake this match, and it would be just as fucking good.
1: So the thing i thought was i thought omega moxley okay uh, because the lights out match yeah Omega's a little too athletic for this so i dialed it back a little bit that's when i thought you stole mine i i thought of something i think a little better moxley okada
0: oh man oh put it in my veins i want it yep. right fucking now
1: how good of a oh would that be? oh my god
0: you know what would also be really good Obviously, I, I feel like it's I think it's obvious to put it this one. Moxley's taking the place of Austin in this one because he's very much yeah. like the same style, the same moveset. Like Moxley's awesome in this one. You know who would also modern be modern
1: day if you had to have a, if you had to have a modern day equivalent for Stone Cold? It yeah. would probably be Moxley.
0: Another really good one that could do this: Moxley Hangman.
1: Ooh, ooh, yeah, mm-hmm. that would be awesome. So, I'm done with that. I have no I I literally I, I can't say anything other than yeah. That's <laughs> that would be great.
0: Oh man. That was so good.
1: I hate this segment cuz it just makes me want to watch thing that doesn't exist.
0: <laughs> I mean, it it's kind of a precursor to the eventual like fantasy booking shit we wind up doing in the future. Whenever we get to uh... whatever we get to the point where we can afford to do this more than two times a week.
1: Yeah, I do like this bit, though. This bit is fun. Yeah. But I think the problem is that it's fun. Um, <laughs> but let us know in the comments who you would like to see fantasy booked into this match. Modern yes. day. Who? once
0: who, who of your, of, of the modern day roster, who do you think could remake this match in a solid, uh, e- either remake it or make it better? More but better.
1: Yeah, man, now I just really want to go watch that Moxley-Okada uh, match that doesn't exist. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, would you have anything else that you would like to say?
0: No, I think uh, we we went a little long in the intro part of this video, so I think you know cutting it a little short here on the end is going to kind of do. Uh, once again, I do need to, I can't stress this enough, for all of our people watching now, for the people watching later on down the line, uh, for anybody listening to the audio podcast, um, after today, starting... Um, on Tuesday, December 1st, 2020, um, oh boy, I, my body didn't want me to get that out. Uh, starting Tuesday, December 1st, um, we will be moving our time slot back from 630 p.m. Eastern to 9 p.m Eastern. So instead of being, you know your, uh, your dinner time entertainment, you know where you get to come around hang out with us for dinner time, you can come see us a little bit later in the evening, you know, maybe before you go to bed, maybe after you watch some stuff, maybe after you spend some time hanging out with your family. Or if you live out on the West Coast, great time to catch us up because you've already had some of that time. You're, at, you're after work, need some little time to chill down. Come hang out with your boys. We will, but like I said, this is the, the last episode for for the time being. Maybe once we get to the point that like we're making dollars on this and we can actually you know do this for a fucking living, we'll switch back to the old schedule, or who knows? Maybe the nine o'clock schedule will be one of the times yeah, where we'll like, else or maybe like the nine o'clock schedule is a thing where we're getting way more viewers at the nine o'clock schedule than we would have at the six o'clock, and it winds up working out for the better being there. Anyways, who knows? Yeah,
1: we'll take we'll play it by ear, um, which is generally our with everything yeah
0: (laughs) just kind of do it as Um, it goes
1: but i know what our next match on tuesday is gonna be well we haven't discussed this but i was looking through my notes and i found one that just feels apropos to be next tuesday okay war games 1991
0: okay explain i don't know what's in this match
1: uh, it's supposedly really, really, really good. Okay. Uh, it pits the Horseman, which is Barry Windham, Ric Flair, Sid Vicious, and Larry. On the wiki, it lists uh, Larry Zabisco and Arn separately. Okay. Um. So I don't know what that's all about. Versus uh, Sting, the Steiners, and Brian Pillman, all in 1991. Please oh. put it in my veins. Okay. Um. So you're getting 1991 Steiners, which means big, hard-hitting, God. good. Yeah,
0: God not tier tag team yet. wrestling.
1: Yeah, and Scott's not blown up either. Yeah. Um, and then can we announce our Thursday thing because it's my birthday present and I wanna.
0: Yeah, go ahead. It's your birthday, go Thurs- for it, homie.
1: Thursday, so I feel it's apropos. This match took place on December third of whatever year it took place in. It was like oh eight oh um, seven something like that. It's the day before my birthday, and we've never reviewed a bad match. So let's review a bad match. Let's review the Extreme Elimination Chamber from December to Dismember. It was garbage. I'm so excited. (laughs) Let's go.
0: Fucking bad match on the day before your birthday. That's your birthday present to yourself.
1: Yep, because I can drink a beer while we watch it because I don't have to work the next day.
0: Well, there we fucking go. Anyway. To anybody who's watching right now, to anybody listening on YouTube, anybody who's listening to the audio-only platform, thank you so much for watching. Thank you for all the likes, subscribes. Thank you for any comments that you've given us. If you haven't already, check us out on the Facebook, Twitter, anywhere that we're at. Check it out in the description down below.
1: I actually posted on the Facebook this week.
0: Well, there you go. Now we got some actual interaction on that.
1: Yeah, I did it on Sunday. I meant to do it today, and then I (laughs) was schmuck and forgot.
0: Well, I mean, to be, um, But to be I hit f- my
1: head, so I'm going to blame it on that. I
0: was going to f- say, t- uh, to be fair, you hit your head in the shower, so it's fine. Uh, anyway. I wasn't going to
1: say in the shower. Now you let everybody know that I fell. Now, Thanks, I, well. now I let
0: everybody know you shower. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, if you haven't already, check us out on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, wherever we're at, all that in the description down below. If you don't want to look at our ugly faces, check us out on the audio-only version of the podcast at Anchor or Spotify or wherever we have our podcast app um that is also in the description down below thank you so much for watching They god i can't fucking talk thank you so much for watching today we will see you guys next tuesday for whatever match it was i can't remember what it was off the top of my head but we're gonna go into the outro anyways thank you so much for watching war games Games, 1991 (laughs) we will see you then bye everybody bye